Welcome to It's Not Friendship Island. My name is Brendan. <laughs> My name is Sarah. And uh, some people call me uh, Chiggling no. equipped with much dingling. <laughs> we were playing games last night and you were just reading through the entirety of what song was it? Uh, Juice by Chingy and Juice also Holiday Chingy. Inn by Chingy. Oh, you were reading both of them? Yeah. I don't know if I realized that at the time. Yeah, the very interesting lyrics. <laughs> the ludicrous lot li- the lyrics were from Holiday Inn. Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha. All the stuff about like beating a woman was from Juice. Right. Yeah. By Chingy. By Chingy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know where uh, he is now, but I don't know. Stop <laughs> drop kaboom baby, we're here to talk about Love Island. <laughs> Yeah, we are. Week three, part two. Uh, episodes. 17, 18, and 19. It's kind of annoying because ITV is naming them by date, mm. not by episode. So I'm really just, it's a shot in the dark. I'm pretty sure it's 17, 18, 19. Yeah. What, what is the date that we're up? February 4th? So like the the three episodes before February 4th. <laughs> exactly. Is what we're talking about this <laughs> week. Right. Uh, slash not friendship island pod for where just $5 a week you get new month. episodes of old seasons. You only pay $5 a month, though. You don't play, you don't pay a weekly. You pay $5 a month and not a week? <laughs> Was that a. <laughs> God uh, damn it. <laughs> no, that's just what uh, Bob Ross calls a happy little accident. Oh, love him. Dang. Well, you guys are getting a good deal then, huh? <laughs> Uh, also, you get um, special permissions in our Love Island Discord, the not French, uh, the Love Island Fire Pit, right? Uh, where anyone can join. But if you are a Patreon patron, you get um, exclusive benefits, like maybe I don't know a live watch party in our Discord. I think we are definitely going to do that. I I hope so because we've been talking about it. <laughs> Well, we've been doing them on Instagram, but Discord's going to be a lot more fun, I think. Yeah, and maybe you can talk to us. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Um, Instagram.com. You said Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Uh, <laughs> at Not Friendship Island Pod. Uh, rate and review us five stars wherever you listen to us. Mm-hmm. And tell me I'm pretty. Yeah, and also, like... Okay, so who cares about Facebook, right? But I am trying to infiltrate some of the Fiat and Facebook mom groups. So uh, go like us on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. Yeah, reactivate your Facebook so, so you, can, <laughs> you can like us. Okay, that's uh, it. F- uh, Friendster? Are we on Friendster, too? <laughs> you know we are. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um. This week was juicy. This week was juicy. The Georgias have overstayed their welcome, if you ask Holy me. <laughs> shit! They're they they've got they've jumped the shark, both of them individually. Yeah. It's Let's, kind of the Georgias show. To it be fair, is though, kind of the, this this half of this week was definitely the Georgias show. I kind of just want to skip the first episode just to get to the last two, but you so know, sorry, we that's cannot. not what we do here. Um, do I need to say anything else before we start? No, you don't. Episode 17, we open back on the dumping after Liberty and Mitch have left. Maya separates the groups into boys and girls, and we find out that the girls must dump a boy and the boys must dump a girl. And no one is necessarily safe. Uh, 
you know, even the top couple technically, I guess, isn't safe. But no, no. I. She tells us that they have the deciding vote for their groups as they were voted the top couple. But she doesn't. And like, why would this happen? But she doesn't necessarily say you cannot like Tom, you can't vote for like Molly is safe. Tom is safe. She doesn't necessarily say that. Oh, I thought she did. It would have been crazy if they had tried to go that way. But nobody is necessarily safe. It doesn't seem like they're only picking out of bottom couples. Everyone is kind of on an even playing field, it seems like. So we see the groups deliberate. They talk through their options. They do the thing they do where they talk through every single person. I got a little bit scared when the girls brought up Anton. And uh, it was kind of funny. At one point, Arabella was like, obviously, I want to say Chris because of what I went through. And Georgia Harrison was like, absolutely not. Chris is not going anywhere. It was so funny. She's like, "Uh, Chris was mean to me. And they're all like, good. I'm glad. Just Georgia Harrison, mostly. It's so crazy. Um, Toby calls Hannah niche, which was interesting. I'm surprised he knew the word, I guess, mostly. But also, I was watching with uh, my husband, Josh, and he was like, that's just Toby's way of saying he thinks Hannah's ugly, right? Because she's not, I mean, and also, Hannah is not ugly. I personally think Hannah is beautiful. I love everything about Hannah. Uh, But niche? I think what he was saying is that no one likes her. (laughs) It does seem like that's the case. Uh, everyone moves to the fire pit and they reveal their choices. So Molly stands up and says that the girls have chosen to dump Tyler. Bye bye. Don't care. I thought Tyler was the other guy, to be Who? honest with you for a second. The other one. What other one? The one that's not the ones. Who? I don't. The hair. Josh? It's, yeah. Okay. You can't keep forgetting the person who has the same la- who has the same first name as your best friend. Okay. Well, now that you've. Now that you've furrowed that neural <laughs> pathway, I will remember it. You just need. I just. To I just never that. made that connection <laughs> because he's like, I don't. He's like not involved in anything other than his own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he stays to himself. He was laughing at Mitch though that one time, and Mitch got very pissy about it, which was fun. That is true. And now Tom stands and says that the boys have chosen to dump Hannah, which I kind of thought was going to be the case. Yeah. Um, even though I was hoping for Georgia Harrison personally. <laughs> Too niche. <laughs> Too niche. Anton hugs Hannah. He says it was not his choice. He looks sad. He looks very broken up about it. I'm saying goodbye to half of what would be my winning friendship couple. So I know it's a sad day for me. And we see these two dip and then Maya drops in our new bombshells. So we see Joanna and Casey enter. Oh, my goodness. Tom shows as much emotion as we have ever seen him show when Maya says that it uh, when Maya says Casey's name. Yeah, I, I won't lie. This week I was kind of spitting in our I was kind of spitting in the story. I know. I loved that. I, I'm what? OK, here's a little behind the scenes. <laughs> If you Baseball? interact with us on uh, on Instagram, 95% of the time you're mm. interacting with Sarah. <laughs> but I was kind of spitting this week. I, I love won't lie. that. I said, I, I, I just want someone to look at me the way Tom looks at Casey. Honestly, you'll get that someday. Maybe. Yeah. I think it would have to be with Tom, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh Georgia Harrison, of course, says she has met Casey a couple of times. And I was like, 
Because at first I was like, Casey's coming in here as fresh blood. No, you know, none of he was connected to three different girls on his season. None of them are here. I know Mm -hmm. I shouldn't underestimate what can happen outside of the villa. But I was like, he also hasn't been like outside of the villa that long. But hey, I mean, Tom was connected to Georgia Steele. So any of course, anything is possible. It's so funny because I think uh, Matt Matt on either Instagram or Patreon mm-hmm. or maybe our Discord. I don't know. We have so many ways you can talk to us. <laughs> um, was like, if I have to hear someone say we have history one more time, I'm going to lose it. Mm-hmm. And then it only got exponentially worse once he said it. <laughs> the history got more interesting, though. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we see everyone meet and greet the new Islanders. We see um, Georgia Harrison. She hugs Anton and she says that. She knows he would have wanted to fight for Hannah, and he says that he had to fight for her as well, and she thanks him, but she seems kind of surprised that she was an option, which is, this becomes such a stupid fucking thing later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we cut to Maya sitting down with our dumped Islanders, so she's talking to Mitch, Liberty, Hannah, and Tyler, And Liberty says that she had, you know, half expected, you know, the dumping since her and Mitch fell apart this week. I was like, this week? (laughs) The fuck? No, you just noticed the pieces this week. (laughs) Maya asked what caused things to crash in their situation. Liberty says communication. Mitch is just pretty much like, well, I think I was pretty transparent about how open I was. And Liberty has feelings. (laughs) Uh, and honestly, he's right. Yeah. He's 100% right in the situation. <laughs> She's, he's like, you can say I didn't communicate to you all you want, but like that's just not true. Right. You refused to hear it some of the time. Yeah. And again, part of me just wants to assume that he was saying very different things to her, either that didn't make it in for the sake of the edit or what, because I'm like, can she be that blind? Is that possible there's no way they would leave something on the editing floor that makes messy mitch look more messy Ugh. you know what i mean like yeah maybe, i'm sorry maybe. she just didn't want to hear it right that's how it seems that's how it seems but listen i'm still all for her now that she's of like course. away from my screen mm-hmm. i can live uh in the idealistic life that is liberty is my wife absolutely so you know <laughs> mitch says he does not think he was that messy and liberty calls herself linear lib and that's kind of fair. She was very linear. Mm-hmm. She didn't, no matter how many times she said when she walked through the door that she was going to explore all of her options, that was never going to happen. Hannah says that she loved every minute of being back on the show, and she had a bit of an inkling that it was going to go the way it did with the dumping. Tyler says that him and Kaz both realized that they did not want to go back down the path of rekindling. Well, that's only because he, you didn't come with the energy, babes. No energy, babes. (laughs) Maya wishes both of the couples the best, and we go back to the villa. We see Casey sit down with the girls, and Joanna sitting with the boys. Casey says that he is happy to be back. He asks about Georgia Steele's love triangle. So fucking funny. He's like, you're fucking, you're messy. (laughs) And she's like, no, I'm not. He goes, oh, yes, you are. Because she's like, what love triangle are you talking about? And he's like, well, you're with Callum, but obviously Tom. Ignoring the Toby part also. Mm-hmm. She's got a she's got a square going on. Every time somebody says that they have a love square going on, it's never actually happening. But she does kind of have that going mm-hmm. on. Uh, and she's like, no, no triangle, actually. And she says that she is not missing Tom. Uh, Casey asks Casey's like, you know, I 
<laughs> I'm watching, right? I've been watching. Also, he knows the two of them. <laughs> right. But it, but he's like, I haven't been here, so I see what ev- everyone else doesn't see, right? Like, right. Like, I, I watched your conversation. <laughs> so funny. Casey asks about Molly's situation, and she says that she is getting to know Tom. Uh, I was personally happy to see Casey back. I know, God, why does season nine seem so long ago? How many seasons ago was that for us? We had games, Australia, USA, 10. Yeah, that's that's four seasons back now. That's so crazy. But I just remember. But it was four months ago, so. (laughs) Oh, my God, was it? No. Oh. Maybe a year. Oh, yeah, I guess it was, because, yeah, it was the winter season. Duh. Yeah. but I remember people having like, especially the the Fiat and the Facebook moms took great issue with Casey for choosing to pursue a connection with Rosie over Claudia because they loved Claudia. And he was like vilified, even though I remember us being like, I feel like Casey is fine. He's getting the shit end of the stick. I think he's fine. Yeah. So Me I, more so than you. Yeah, you were definitely a little bit more pro Casey because there were some times when he was, you know, like he was a bit petulant at times. But in general, so, so much more upfront with Claudia than people made it seem. And she was such a like jilted ex-lover right away it was so cr- it, you could tell that she was a nepo baby who never heard like no in her life oh yeah and it's just like he was petulant because it was literally everyone in the villa against him oh my god yeah yeah i remember his uh god was was it him who had the the fight with jesse will of will and jesse yeah there was like that conversation where she was like where she had something to say about the way he dealt with something and i remember <laughs> the look on his face he has a very expressive face Mm -hmm. it's honestly really and he does not bite his tongue no he was like i literally have i could not care less what you think about about how i'm handling situations it literally has nothing to do with you and she's like how dare you and he's like no how dare you like (laughs) shut the fuck up it's not your business oh my god and and not i'm not saying anything about liberty Okay. But I am glad that she is gone because I, I felt <laughs> that it was heading in that direction. You know what I mean? Where this whole thing is about Liberty and her friendship couples. Yeah. And her, like, relationship with everyone else. And, like, no one could have a connection outside of, like, Liberty put, putting her her face in it. Right. I thought you were saying you were glad that Liberty was maybe that she had exited already because she was going to be like super into Casey or something. I thought uh, that's what you were saying. I mean, she Ever. probably would have been, unfortunately. <laughs> but. Um, anyway, so we see uh, everyone who's chatting with Joanna, all the boys tell her that they are open. Both Tom and Callum say that it would take a bit more to turn their head. And Joanna says that she is looking for someone who matches her personality and gives her something back. Uh, Chris is apparently very attracted to Joanna, like he has been with pretty much every bomb that comes in. Everyone that comes in, he was like, he, like when Arabella came in, he was like all about her. Sophie, oh my God, I've had a crush on her forever. Joanna comes in, oh my God. I've had a poster of her on my wall since I was a kid. Like, it's all just a, like, do you expect us to keep believing this, Chris? Mm -hmm. I don't know. He seems 
more and more ungenuine every week that goes by for me. Dude, especially who he cast his lot with this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we'll get there. Very interesting. We see Georgia Harrison ask Anton who had considered her um, when they were talking through all of the dumpings and everything. He says he doesn't really remember. Uh, but I was like, she should realize that they have to talk through all of them. The girls right. did the exact same thing. They talked through every single person. Mm-hmm. And Anton says it was hard to be asked to choose between her and Hannah because he's very close with both of them. And Georgia Harrison tells Anton that for them, it was between Chris and Tyler, which very much surprises Anton. And, you know, she tells him, I guess put a pin in it, okay? She makes a point to tell him the two boys who were in the bottom for them. And also put a pin in it because this is not the only one of this conversation. There are two other people who have this exact same (laughs) conversation. So just keep that in mind. Yes, correct. Next, we see Joanna chat to Arabella and Sophie. Joanna says that Chris has DM'd her on the outside. We know he is very busy with it. Who did he DM on the outside? Literally uh, everyone else. Demi. And from the first episode, she was she was like, yeah, Chris DM'd me on the outside. This boy is, he would be just as bad. And uh, bad is not the word I mean. But he would be just as guilty, I guess, as for what Toby and Georgia Steele are guilty for in terms of, like, the way they get around all of the alums. He yeah. just hasn't been as successful at it. Yeah, because uh, Ian Sterling keeps making the joke, like, uh, he DM'd her on the outside, so we already know what her favorite barnyard animal is. <laughs> uh, the rest of the other girls come over, and Georgia Harrison says that her and Casey were seeing each other on the outside, and then he kind of ghosted her, and it hurt her a bit. And I love how Georgia Harrison says in her talking head that her and Casey had this really good connection outside of the villa, because... First of all, you don't even have to say outside of the villa because you guys weren't in the same season together. So, right. of course, it was outside of the villa. But also, you can't tell me to my face that you had a good connection and then you got ghosted. Right. Because you didn't. That's how the, the ghosting happened because you didn't. And right. I'm not saying that anyone should ever ghost anyone. Also, apparently, you did get ghosted. We'll- <laughs> yeah, we'll get there later. Um, well, she did get ghosted, actually. <laughs> no, wait. He got ghosted? Somebody got ghosted. There was a ghost involved. Next, we see Toby chat to Kaz, and he says that he feels so sorry for Liberty because he felt like there was nothing else she could have done in that situation. <laughs> that Okay. That's one way to look at it. Yeah. And Kaz says that she feels like her and Tyler really fixed their friendship, so she was grateful for that. Toby says that the bottom for the boys was Georgia Harrison, Kaz, and Hannah. Which is different. Right? Oh, I guess it's not different no. than what Anton said. It just said. includes Kaz. It just includes Kaz. But Toby says that he told the boys that Kaz was off the table right away. So so remember earlier <laughs> when we were talking about Anton and Georgia. Right. Remember? I, I do, yes. It was just mere moments ago. <laughs> okay. Well, continue. Put this pin next to that pin. Okay. All right. Got it. And Toby tells her that Anton voted for her to go, which is obviously hard for her to hear. And not nice. (laughs) Let's be clear. Does that serve anybody to know? Nope. It doesn't save anybody any feelings at all. 
And nope. I think even though it's hard for Kaz to hear, I think part of her knowing that the other two were Georgia Harrison and Hannah, I think she kind of understands. Right. I don't know that. That's just my perspective. But, like, she knows Georgia Harrison is his, I say this very lightly, one romantic connection. And Hannah was, One like, way romantic connection is yeah. what you mean to say. And Hannah was, like, kind of his, his down-ass bitch from day one. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, again, a, something that didn't need to be said and didn't make anybody feel good. In fact, it only hurt feelings. Right. So, say. again, keep that pin in there. Uh, yeah, that that could even be a separate pin if you care. But next we see Casey and Georgia Harrison chat. And they say that, you know, it's good to see each other. They have things to chat about. But she's like, you know, just enjoy your first night uh, for now. And Georgia Harrison tells him that she is still angry with him. And that it's weird. Okay. <laughs> like, I, knowing where this goes, I was like, because the whole thing, the whole time I'm like, oh, man, maybe Casey is the guy that everyone said he was back mm-hmm. in his season. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Right. And now I'm like, fuck, we're going to we're going to see actually how much of an asshole he is. Right. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it. I wouldn't worry about it either. If I were you guys. <laughs> when you, before you told me what happened, because you watched the second episode of this half of the week before mm-hmm. I did. Yep. Uh, before you told me what happened in that episode with their conversation, I was like concerned it was going to end up being just another one of those vague things that we never fully find out about. But fear not. Thank we find God. Out we, everything. And, and it was, I felt like I was watching Memento because we were like, <laughs> Oh, he was ghosted. Oh, maybe she wasn't ghosted. Oh, maybe they had a conversation. Oh, maybe this is why they had that conversation. <laughs> it was like perfectly paced throughout the last, yeah. the next two episodes. Ugh. They did a good job. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Honestly, all of the drama, like all of the bullshit that we've gone to up until this point is almost worth it for this storyline. <laughs> I'm glad. It's so good. I'm glad. Next, we see Georgia Harrison chat with Chris. They talk about the dumping and the new bombshells. Georgia Harrison says that she heard that the boys were contemplating sending her home. Chris asks who told her that. She says Anton told her. He starts to get pissed off and says that he has betrayed all of the boys' trust. Again, (laughs) no such thing as boy code, but I don't even think that's what... Okay, devil's advocate here. Mm -hmm. I agree with Chris. Like that, That shouldn't have been said. Okay. It's just kind of like a weird, shitty thing to do to make yourself look better. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I think that, listen, I'm pro Anton, so whatever. I don't give a shit. Uh, I think that Anton's point in saying it was him to be like, this was a really hard decision for me. You know that, you know, you know that I care about Hannah, but I, I had your back at the end of the day. I want you to know that I had your back. Um, And then it became more of like, Cause she asked who voted for him and he said he didn't remember. And again, they both shared who the bottom was. I think it started as a way of Anton to be like, I have your back. And I think it ended in a place where, yeah, like normally when you see these kinds of votes happen, we almost never see conversations about the breakdown of like who Mm -hmm. was actually in the bottom and who chose who all of that. I agree that that didn't need to happen, but I also don't think that like Chris has a good idea, especially at this point. First of all, that his best boy in there did the exact same fucking thing two seconds ago. But also, he doesn't understand from Georgia Harrison's 
telling of it how exactly the information came across because it right. wasn't like Anton was like you were in the bottom the boys wanted you to go home he was like I had your back you know right. it was a hard decision for me but I wanted you to know that I had your back yeah I don't know but I I do agree I don't think that anybody needs to know any it's of this unproductive it's it unproductive is. yeah and when he does have that point I agree with it but I don't appreciate the way he does it mm-hmm. um so Chris goes to grab Anton to join their conversation. And Georgia Harrison is like, yeah, I was just talking to Chris. I brought up the fact that, you know, it feels bad that the boys had considered sending me home. I didn't realize it was a big secret. And Anton is like, uh, yeah, it's not. To my knowledge, it's not a big secret. Right. Uh, and Chris says he felt it went unsaid to not bring it up, which I do kind of agree with. I do think most of those conversations you it seems like when they have them you do assume that you're not going to go and tell everyone how the deliberations went. Right. Um, Anton says he didn't mean anything by it, but to tell Georgia Harrison that he has her back. Chris is like, well, no one benefited from that conversation. And to Anton's credit, he says, you're right. I didn't think about it that way. Like, that's true. Absolutely. No one benefited from it. So, you know, at least because I don't appreciate Maybe it's just because I'm so pro Anton. Whatever. If that is what it is, then mm-hmm. that's what it is. But Chris's tone in this is just so kind of like high and mighty. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like, well, I would never do that, which is like fair. And Anton, again, probably shouldn't do that. And I think he realizes that at this point. Because yeah. the thing about Anton is he realized he kind of fucked up here. And right. not like fucked up is like dramatic, but he's like, oh, man, you're right. He made the wrong call. Right. I shouldn't have done this. And he admits it. And that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chris loves to be the the guy who's like always right. Right. And and to his very minor credit, <laughs> he does say at one point, I don't remember, the conversation is rehashed mm-hmm. seven times. Right. But he's like, it's not about bro code. It's not about guys versus girls. It's just like. This is hurting feelings that don't need to be hurt. Right. So at least he's looking at it from that perspective. But, right. like, also, what's the point of chastising him when it already – No, I don't know. It's – I'm not too mad at Chris for this at all. I'm not too mad at Chris either. I find myself, like, a little bit annoyed with Georgia Harrison for, like, getting more people involved in it. Yeah, but... Georgia Harrison's just butthurt. Like, you didn't get sent home, so you and were it's... in the bottom three out of six. That's fine. You know what I mean? Like, right. So yep. what? I don't know. It is what it is. Next, we see Josh chat with Tom and Josh says that Joanna is a bit of him. And he says, yes, to see what the crack is. He says that Sophie has pretty much said she'd go all in on him, but he doesn't yet know if she's had that conversation with Chris. So I feel like he feels at this point he's got a li- he's got this window of a little bit more wiggle room to really get to know Joanna because he doesn't know that uh, – he doesn't know if, rather, Sophie has completely cut out things with Chris, which would kind of close that love triangle. Mm-hmm. We see Anton chat with Joanna. <laughs> Joanna asks Anton what he's been up to since they were last together. He says he had, like, a year-and-a-half relationship, but there was just something missing. He tells her to get to know everyone. He offers to make her coffee, and she says that it seems like he has matured quite a bit. And I'm sure he has, but watching Anton try to flirt is just so it's so hard to it's see. It's so hard to watch sometimes. It's so hard to watch. <laughs> and like from now on, I'm like, I'm past pitying him. At the end of the, where where we end up at the end of this mm-hmm. week, I'm like, you need to like. 
forget about Georgia. Right. Because it's like it's past being sad and just being like he has upsetting. nobody else to pursue the same way that she has no one else to pursue at this point. But the problem is she knows that mm-hmm. and he still wants to pursue her, not because he has no one else, but because he still wants to pursue her. Yeah. And she's like, well, <laughs> you're still around. Yeah. Ugh. Uh. Then it's bedtime. We see Josh is literally on top of Sophie <laughs> during the night. And everyone is like sitting up and watching. Everyone's like, what the fuck, you guys? <laughs> uh, we see Anton and Georgia Harrison are in bed. Were they a couple? I wrote this like they weren't a couple, but I guess they were. Yeah. For some reason, when I wrote this note, I thought Anton was with Hannah at the time. But no, he was with Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, my God, they put them back into a couple. That's my bad. In the morning, Casey and Joanna wake up and join the other Islanders in the main bedroom. Joanna compares Casey to Lord Farquaad, which is kind of funny. Kind of funny. Uh, at another point, somebody calls him a short queen. <laughs> I don't think he's shorter than I think him and Anton are very similar in height. I think they're both around five nine, which is a totally fine height to be. I agree. I wasn't calling. <laughs> Your insecurity is showing a um, little. <laughs> that was the joke. I'm fine. <laughs> okay. I'm not even five nine. Okay, that's fine. Uh, the debriefs begin. Casey says he has his eyes on quite a few of the girls. He mentions Georgia Harrison, Sophie, Molly. Casey says that Georgia Harrison and him met at the end of summer and nothing came of it. So they need to have a chat. Georgia Harrison says that her head is a bit gone because she had a lot of attraction for Casey and she was heartbroken after he mugged her off. And she definitely makes this seem through this episode, through the rest of this week, like whatever this thing with Casey was, feels like very heavy on her part. She, she on numerous occasions says that he broke her heart. And that he mugged her off. Right. Yeah. It's just surprising, I guess. A broken heart just seems like you have to give somebody a lot of yourself, I feel like, to let them break your heart. Well, I I think she fancies herself a person who does that a lot. Right. Maybe so. Anton says he has some interest in Joanna and that he has to make sure that he does not get himself friend zoned again. We see Joanna say to Casey that she really gets along with Anton and she doesn't know if it's a mate thing. And she also says she knows that uh, her and Chris have the same type of banter, which I don't think is true. (laughs) I don't think that's true. Uh, Chris tells the boys that when he really likes someone, he falls really, really quick and he will lose his head if he does not keep his composure. So he is trying to play it cool, I guess, in terms of his attraction to Joanna. And we see Toby complain to the boys about Anton saying something to Georgia Harrison uh, about having her back and and just the whole conversation from last night regarding who was voting for who. Toby is complaining to the boys about that, knowing he did literally the exact same thing. Remember those pins? (laughs) Take them out. Yeah, he did the exact same thing, except he named the person who voted against her. Right. He's like, by the way, Anton voted for you to go. Right. And also, you were in the bottom. He named the, the He did it, but people. worse. He did it, but worse. I agree. Um, Chris says that he does not think that Anton did what he did maliciously. I do think Toby did what he did maliciously. <laughs> I assume most of the things Toby does are malicious. <laughs> 
Uh, Josh says that things are going well with Sophie, uh, but he won't say no to getting to know Joanna. So he has to see how it goes. And then the debriefs are over. A Tom and Casey chat. Tom guesses that Casey thinks Molly is fit and he tells him to chat to her. He's like, there's no need to worry. Like, go ahead. Do your thing. No awkwardness between us. Casey says he's going to leave it for a bit and that he also thinks Sophie is fit and that he's going to chat to Kaz. They talk about Georgia Harrison and Casey says that they just stopped talking, which is once we find out later, it's that's the much nicer way he could describe what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just stopped talking. We see Arabella and Toby chat about the dumping from the night before. She says she was worried that she might have been going. And in his talking head, he says he is really surprised by how well it is going with them. Put a pin in that. (laughs) Yeah, why not? (laughs) We see a chat between Kaz and Casey. They flirt. They have some banter. They have, I mean, Kaz is like so easy to get along with anyways, I feel like. And Casey has that same kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. So just watching the two of them chat was like, they were just cute, you know? Yeah, I I think there could be possibly something there. I hope so. I'm, you know... I'm just worried for Kaz's perspective. Always. Because I don't think Kaz is interested in in a genuine connection. You don't think Kaz is interested in a genuine connection? Uh, yeah. Oh, why do you think that? I just don't think she's, like, willing willing to. Why? I just, I just have a feeling. I just have a feeling. What do you think she's there for? Um, I think she might think she is there for that, and I, I don't mean in a malicious way. I don't I, think she's like. I understand. Like, I just, I mean, I don't know what you mean, but I'm. I don't think she's willing to be vulnerable in a way that will foster oh. a a genuine connection. Is what I mean. I think she could get there. I think she's not going to get there easily, though. Like she's yeah. not going to. She's not going to wear her heart completely on her sleeve. Mm-hmm. I, I think guess. she's going to keep it firmly deep in her pocket. But, you know. I think so. But I think that with enough time, I think that she'd be willing to, you know, open that up to somebody. I hope so. Maybe not Casey. I don't know. But maybe. <clears throat> we see Joanna and Anton chat um, about their season. She says that they had a connection in Casa Amor. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true either. Seems like he kind of went straight for Michael. Right. And she said, and then they chose to go the friend route. She says she has a lot of guy friends. She finds herself friend zoning things really quickly for that reason. Anton says he was excited when he saw her come in. And it's just going to take time to see if there is something more there. And then we see Sophie grab Chris to chat. She says that she has a stronger connection with Josh and she doesn't want things to get sticky. So she is going to focus on Josh. And this chat is happening, of course, at the same time as Josh is talking to Joanna about how open he is. And that brings us into episode 18. We open. It's the same day, but now everyone's getting ready for uh, the night. We see Georgia Harrison chat to Georgia Steele about how she wants to chat to Casey. Um, She's like, he hasn't really even looked at me since he got here. And she says she is tired of being mugged off by the boys. Tom asks Casey how he feels about Georgia Harrison, and Casey says that it is nice seeing her and that he needs to pull her and get it over with. So that is what we see happen next. So Casey says that it was nice to see her, and he says things did not end great with them and that he was blocked for a while. Georgia Harrison says that this is only after he had been ghosting her for a bit and acting like he cared about her. Casey says he did care about her. He did like her, but they had both agreed to not speak for some time. And do you know what she said? 
What? Yeah, but that was after a 13-hour flight in economy. <laughs> the fact that she made a point to bring up that the flight was in economy is so great. It's so it's so It's so funny because that's like <laughs> just proves everything about her, like, the spiritual side of her. It's just like, it's all bullshit. I'm sorry. Like, that one small thing means so fucking much to me. It's insane. <laughs> Yeah, because she had asked, like, why didn't you reach out on my birthday or something? And he's like, that's why we had agreed to not speak. Um, Casey says that they may just have to agree to disagree. Casey, and again, like I said, Casey's face is so expressive in all this. Like, I can't, Mm -hmm. like, he can't hide, like, his sometimes disgust and annoyance at the way she answers certain things. And it does really tickle me. I will say this. Just saying... We should agree to disagree seems like growth from Casey. Right. And then Georgia Harrison answers by saying, okay, okay, well, because I'm right. And he's just like, okay. <laughs> You're not right. <laughs> That's so funny to be like, we shouldn't speak, and then spam his text messages, which I'm sure she fucking did. <laughs> and then for him to like kind of respond noncommittally for a little bit, and right. it's just too much. Mm-hmm. And then he stops, and then she's like, well, you ghosted me. And it's like, no, you probably broke a boundary that, like, he, that you both created right. by saying, like, we shouldn't speak for a little bit. Maybe so. And then you try to speak for a little bit, and then he doesn't. And then you're like, well, got you. You ghosted me. <laughs> she asks if he wants to get to know anyone else, and he says, Kaz and Molly. And then we see Sophie chat to Josh, and she says that, that she chatted to Chris about how she wants to focus on him and him only, him being Josh. And she says that the triangle is no more. Josh says that Joanna had pulled him for a chat, and he said that the door is open, but it would take a lot for her to turn his head. Then we see Chris and Joanna chat, and he says that he has been trying and that he is genuinely in here to meet someone for something long-term. Joanna, it's something about the timing of her saying this, says that she has learned that looks are not everything (laughs) and that personality is so much more important to her now. He Chris does pick up on this. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, wow, thanks. <laughs> it is a it's a weird like it's the weird placement of it to say. Uh Josh and Tom chat on the terrace. Josh tells Tom that Sophie has closed things off with Chris and she is focusing on him now. Josh says that his chat was good with Joanna and that she is stunning. He considers this a test and she and he says that things are very sweet with Sophie. And then we have a fire pit game. We have never have I ever. So Josh says, never have I ever had a one-night stand. Um, Most people drink, but Georgia Harrison and Georgia Steele do not. I don't believe either Uh, of them. Casey, of course, gets never have I ever ghosted another Islander. And he does not drink. He does not drink. Uh, Georgia Harrison insists that he should. And uh, he then insists that they both agreed to no longer speak. So that is not ghosting. (laughs) (laughs) And if that's how it went, I am inclined to believe, like, to agree with him. Of course, I was not there. I do not know. But that does not sound like ghosting, at least. She never denies it is the thing. I agree. (laughs) In fact, she only, she only, like, admits it. Validates it. it. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know why she, she just can't connect. She got rejected, and for her, that doesn't compute. Right. So it has to be something else. Right. Like ghosting. (laughs) 
Chris says, never have I ever done bits in the villa. And Toby and Arabella drink, which surprises some people because they don't know exactly mm-hmm. what the bits are. No one has heard of the bits. And listen, I want to say put a pin in it, not because it comes up later that it's like a lie, but like I think you should put a pin in it because I think it matters. Yeah. Uh, next, Toby says, never have I ever given someone my socials to impress them. Uh, and on drinks. He's, he's so fucking funny, too. <laughs> he's like, I was in Dubai, and there's this really hot girl, so I told her to DM me. Instead of giving his phone number. Right. But he, he's like, but I tried to impress her with my with my following. And then she followed me, and it turns out she had like one and a half million followers. <laughs> and I felt like an idiot. <laughs> Like it was very much not impressive. <laughs> uh, Callum says, "Never have I ever gotten with a celeb." Uh, Georgia Harrison, Casey, and Joanna drink. Uh, they try to guess who Joanna's celebrity is. She doesn't say, although maybe alludes to it being a footballer. I think she admits he's a footballer, but wouldn't say, wouldn't say what league or what team he yeah. plays for. Um, I was I watched some football. Did I tell you? You did. Uh, kind of crazy because we watch indoor soccer. I watched like a football game, and it was boring. Ba- yeah, it it's was not, not good. As fun. The field is like three times bigger. It's huge. And granted, there are more people. How many people are out for indoor soccer? Five people and a goalie, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So this is like what eleven and a mm-hmm. goalie. Uh, so I think I mean, it's just eleven. With oh, the it's just eleven with the goalie. I okay. believe so. I could uh, be wrong though. <clears throat> That field is fucking huge. It's so crazy. I know. And you're you're like, the only exciting part was the shootout. And the only reason there's a shootout because it was 1v1. Yeah, it was. After a hundred and <laughs> after like a hundred minutes, the score was one to one. The the shootout was exciting though. I was that like it was the last like fifteen minutes of the game and I was like very hooked on it. It was <clears> the um it was one of the matches for the Asia Cup. And it's in Qatar, and it was Saudi Arabia versus South Korea. And every time South Korea had the ball, they the whole fucking place booed. And that's got to be like at least a million people in there. It was so crazy. Not quite a million, but yeah, a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of people. Yeah, I think a hundred thousand or something like that. You think something crazy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, Arabella says, "Never have I ever had my heart broken by another Islander." Tom, Georgia Harrison, and Molly all drink. The look on Casey's face when Georgia Harrison drinks is so fucking funny. Because he's like, dude, we hung out like four times. <laughs> like, you cannot do this to me. <laughs> he's probably thinking this is going to be another Claudia situation where everyone's going to feel bad for her mm-hmm. for getting in way too deep when I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And that whole thing. Like, I don't, I'm, again... I clearly wasn't there. I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah, but in exactly. But in my headcanon, they hung out like four times. Right? <laughs> That's I, just my own idea, though. Right. I have to believe it's more than that, but also, I don't know what Georgia Harrison is capable of. I don't think it was much <laughs> more than that. Like, clearly it wasn't a thing if they, like, broke up on the phone. Right. Uh, the other Islanders make note of the fact that Molly drank, but Callum did not. And he was like, I don't know, broke my heart. He's, like, getting kind of semantical with it, but he does end up drinking. It definitely yeah. seems like the easier thing to do for him, I feel <laughs> yeah. like. Cause everyone's it's like, like fu- <laughs> fucking fine, dude. <laughs> and Tom says, never have I ever thought someone else around this fire pit should have gone home instead of somebody who went the other night. It's and he kind had, of long, he, he had to rephrase it, like, three times. Yeah. It was rough. Um, it was also 
messy, messy, mm. messy Tom. I have to assume he did not come up with that on his own, though. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Harrison drinks, and she opens up this huge fucking argument that happens. She talks about how she was told that everyone wanted her to go home. Toby says that that is a lie. Anton says that that is a lie. Right. Uh, and she just looks like she's wanting to start a fight. Like, also, I saw somebody say this, I think, on the subreddit because she was acting so off the wall this night. Somebody was like, was she drunk? I thought that, too. I was like, she's the way she's like, well, everyone here wanted me to go home. So I was like, are she fucking hammered right now? I think she, she weighs like 70 pounds. She might have gotten hammered. I don't think so. And uh, a point that was brought up that, like, I guess I'll bring up here. So. She, some people have been like, I think that she's really struggling. Like, I think the meta, like all of the meditating she's been doing in there is like to really help center herself because she went through some very toxic relationship with this guy from when, from the challenge. You remember how I said there were like scenes mm-hmm. of the challenge that aren't on simply because this guy was on there. Uh-huh. Um, and the whole revenge pee thing. Wait, that was her? That was her. Oh. Um, so people are like, I think all of these like connections not have like i think it's like really like triggering her and like putting her in a bad place that is some people's assumptions i don't know maybe it's worth saying but she definitely seemed off kilter this whole night and she you know we see her the next day and everything and she seems a little bit more herself but like she does she almost seems like she's drunk like she's almost like slurring her words. She's like she's just very emotional about this whole point. Yeah, and it does. It looks like she just wants to start a fight. Um, Josh eventually says that it was Kaz, Hannah, and Georgia Harrison in the bottom, and I guess now the argument is the bottom two versus the bottom three. I don't know because like Georgia Harrison is screaming about like no, it was me and Hannah. Kaz is trying to be like no, I, they were considering me as well. I don't know what the I don't know what that point proves or like how that would make her feel better. Like she just kind of seems like she's spiraling. Um, and eventually like they just, they just walk away and uh, she fights with Anton for even telling her that he fought for her. And I mean, God, this whole fucking thing, it's so ridiculous. And I do wish he had never brought it up. <laughs> Anton, yeah. That is. Yeah, and I just. What was your opinion on what the problem was in this fight? Because I didn't know at first. I was like, she's just arguing because she is fine. She like she is confronting that people wanted her to go home. But then it started to be more about who was in the bottom. Okay, here's here's my picture of what happened. Right. She's clearly angry or upset or feeling betrayed or unwanted because she was in the bottom she's having a hard time processing that right right so now she's turning that into anger because of casey that whole thing right so she's clearly upset about multiple things she's starting to throw a fit um and she brings up that whole like well everyone wanted me home kaz feeling very offended was like listen i they wanted to send me home too you don't see me freaking out right and then she keeps freaking out, and then she's talking over Kaz, who – and I feel for Kaz so much. Yeah. Because Kaz, for a multitude of reasons, feels like she always has to maintain composure mm-hmm. and um, be the bigger person. 
and not lose control. Uh, and she's just being talked over this whole time mm-hmm. by someone who is acting a little bit like a brat. Yeah. For, you know, reasons justified, not justified, whatever you want to say. Right. But Kaz is know. like, I'm in the same situation as you. And y- you are freaking out for no reason about it. Right. Right. And she keeps getting talked over. And that just makes her Kaz feel worse. Um, I know. I feel so bad for her. This is when they they've walked away now. It's just uh, Georgia Harrison and Kaz having this conversation. And mm-hmm. it is very frustrating to watch. And the cool thing about Kaz is she's very, very good at at um, I forget who we were talking about last UK season, but she's very good at keeping it on point mm-hmm. and saying like, "No, this is what you just did wrong. Admit it." Right. Um, and none of them ever do, unfortunately, because they're all incapable of like taking responsibility for their own actions or emotions or whatever. Except for Kaz. And that's got to be so frustrating because at the end of the day, like I said, Kaz will never lose composure, which is really sad to see. Like, right. everyone deserves to lose composure at some right. point. Right. Let it out. Um, but like I said, I think for multiple reasons, maybe, uh, you know, uh, racism, sexism, uh, you know, pressure, all this stuff, right? Yeah. I don't really want to get into all that. But she always concedes. And it just makes me... Yeah, like, that it's was upsetting that she has to. And I'm not saying like I'm upset with her, but like yeah. clearly like what can she do if she's not going to yell? She has to be like, well, this person is incapable of taking responsibility for their own poor at actions. Least, at know? least with where they're coming from at this point in time. Right. And that is. Yeah, that's the sad part about how this conversation between the two of them ends, because she is trying to like get through to her. And it's the talking over, it's the interrupting, it's the fact that, like, she eventually sees that, like, Georgia Harrison is not going to see where she is coming from at this point in time. And you just see Kaz, like, eventually just go, you know what? It's, it's okay. Fine. It's okay. It's okay. Like, it's not okay. Like, but I understand. <laughs> and I mean, like, I think she also knows, like, how worth it is this argument. Because in the right. long run, uh, it is it is fine because this, none of this argument means anything. Mm-hmm. But it is frustrating to watch her point of view not get... Uh, taken in i guess and it's things like this um and i don't mean when i said earlier like kaz is not looking for a genuine connection Mm -hmm. i don't mean that like in life i just mean on this show because unfortunately people like kaz and even people like hannah are few and far between on this show but because they're reasonable like adult people and so like i don't i don't see a ton of people who are able to to provide what they need in relationships here Mm. so that's what i meant earlier i don't mean like she's no i know it's it sounded to me like you were saying like she's not here with genuine intentions but i think like maybe you mean that she's just not going to be able to get to a place where she's open to it yeah that's what i mean like if i had to pick someone who on the outside will have the longest most successful relationship it's going to be kaz but not on this show. You know what I mean? Like she, I think she is the most capable of having a healthy relationship. We can cross our fingers for her. Crossed. <laughs> Next, we see Casey chat with Molly, and he says that he had wanted to get to know her, and he spoke with Tom about it, and that Tom was cool. Molly is like, "That's a bit weird uh, and kind of awkward because you're his best friend, and I'm getting to know his best friend and mm-hmm. making out with your best friend." <laughs> 
Um, she says if the shoe was on the other foot, she would not be as cool with it. She's like, if, uh, you know, if my best friend came in and wanted to get to know Tom, I'd be like, girl, get the fuck out of here. Go find your own man. Right. Uh, which is probably what I would, that's what I would want as well. Right. I mean, I get that like Tom's trying to be like, listen, I'm cool. I'm laid back. You're my boy. Go talk to her. And maybe he's coming from a place of like, listen, I'm confident in what we have. So like, of course, talk to her, but it's not going to go anywhere. But not having that chat with her first or not like saying that, I do feel like comes across a little weird. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. And the the funny part is when Casey like brings this up to Molly, Uh he's like, yeah, and he's chill with it. And then she goes, well, I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> and then he goes i i didn't i thought it was gonna go totally different <laughs> and he's just like well and she's like well <laughs> and then like, he's still trying to be like the cool yeah. like it's so funny because he's like well there's no i i got nothing and she's like that's true you do in fact have nothing <laughs> And then we see Georgia Harrison is crying now about Casey choosing to pull Molly instead and get to know Molly instead of rehashing this history with the two of them. Oh, my God, dude. Um, And then we see Josh and Joanna chat on the terrace. He asks her for her top three, and she says she will say if he says his. So he says Sophie, Joanna, and Georgia Harrison. He says these aren't in order, but I do think that they are. <laughs> yep. Um, and Joanna says uh, him chris and either anton or casey which means either him or chris (laughs) right yeah yeah. um she says her type physically is dark hair with light eyes but personality wise she likes somebody who is really out there kind of extroverted that's definitely chris yeah and i think seems like josh Josh. (laughs) he's gonna say joe for a second Uh, Molly and Tom chat next. They're all cuddled up. Tom asks if she's all right. She insists she insists that she is fine, um, but that the chat with Casey was a bit awkward, uh, especially because you know she heard you know he was Tom was just cool with it. Tom's like you know you're a good looking girl. Everyone is going to want to come in and want to chat with you. He's like you know if you were my missus it would be different. And he tells her that he likes her a lot, which I think helps. Mm-hmm. At bedtime, we see Anton says that he is going to go sleep on the day bed so that he can let Georgia Harrison cool down. And there's nothing really else of note this night at bedtime. So in the morning, Anton apologizes to everyone in the bedroom for creating a bad atmosphere for the group at the fire pit. Bro, you don't need to apologize. (laughs) It wasn't you. It was literally everyone else. (laughs) Well, it's. Yeah, he didn't create that atmosphere. That's true. He doesn't need to apologize for that. But I, do I guess think Georgia it's... did create the atmosphere. Huh? <laughs> Tom's question <laughs> created the atmosphere. Right. <laughs> Never have I ever did. Um, and then we see the debriefs begin. Nothing that interesting in the chats, really. It's the same rehashing of the fights from the, the night before until Toby drops to Kaz and Chris that things are going well with Arabella, but... He brings up that he still cares for Georgia Steele. I don't. Okay. I'm so like, I hate this, this friendship group. I hate it. Chris and Toby. Yeah. I hate that. Chris is a ride or die for Toby. I hate Toby. And I don't know why Kaz is so ride or die for Toby either. From their season. They're just close from their season. It seems like. I know. But even. Okay. 
you guys have all seen it, right? No, you guys haven't. Never mind. We'll talk. Remind me later after the end of this episode. <laughs> um, and Chris says that he thinks Toby and Georgia Steele could be really good for each other. Um, but he's like, if you go back there, you cannot change your mind again. You go back there and you commit to it and you ride it out through this season. You cannot mess her around again for another bomb that walks in. And then we see Anton and Georgia Harrison chat on the terrace. Uh, Georgia says that she kicked off without thinking and she apologizes. She gives him a hug and says that he means so much to her in there. Especially now that she knows Casey is 100% not interested, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anton says, you know, what he said to her was only to make her feel good in regards to, like, saying, I fought for you. That I, That's that's the impression I get of the main message he wanted to convey with what he said. Because he's still trying to win points with Georgia Harrison. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he thought that would win him a point, not start this fucking fight. But he apologizes that he even mentioned it. Georgia says that she has been thinking about Casey coming in and worrying about, you know, what was or wasn't between them. And she thinks that she liked the idea of him more than him in reality. And they end in a good place on this. Georgia Harrison is like literally like laying in his lap. Anton is like petting her head. Mm -hmm. It's very like he's doing a lot of consoling of her right now and like handling her emotions very carefully. So obvious that she is using the fuck out of him, dude. I'm sorry. I love him very much, but he's got to realize that he deserves better. Well, he he doesn't doesn't have to realize that. (laughs) Next we see Chris and Joanna chat. She asks Chris to say outright if he wants to get to know her. And he says, yes. She says that, you know, she's not a touchy-feely person until she really gets to know someone properly, and she wants it to feel natural. And she also says that she is very picky and choosy, which Chris says he thinks is a good thing, especially because, you know, she has picked him in some regard. Not Mm -hmm. officially, not yet, but that she has at least picked him that she wants to get to know him. And then we see Casey and Kaz chat, and this was a really funny chat between the two of them. Yeah. And I wrote, they look really good together, I think. I know. I was smiling the whole time. I I'm like, know. yes. I haven't had a lot of, like, uh, laugh out loud moments in mm-hmm. this season for me. So Casey asks about her biggest fear. She says, you know, something chasing her, and she's like a snake. Casey says he fears a snake coming out of the toilet and biting his balls or cock. Chach. Thank you. Sorry. (laughs) And he asks Kaz if he had gotten bitten and there was venom in his cock. Would Chach. Fuck. Sorry. (laughs) Would she suck it out? And at first she's like, well, it depends. And he's like, no, answer right now. It's happening. And she's like, oh, rest in peace, honey. (laughs) Yeah. I'll call Tom for you. She goes, Tom. And I thought what Casey thought. What? Because she goes, Tom, <laughs> oh, come say goodbye to your boy. And he's like, oh, I thought you were going to call Tom to suck it out for me. <laughs> I was like, I thought that too. Oh, they were. They have such a good, like, they have good, quick, easy banter. Yeah. They look good together. I think you need to be a confident man to actually, like, engage with Kaz. Right. And it's not hard to engage with Kaz. I mean... This chat was, like, so easy and just funny. Like, it didn't mm-hmm. have to be, like, 
so what's your love language? You know what I mean? Yeah, Casey doesn't 100%. seem like that kind of person necessarily either. Yeah. So I really liked this. And I really hope that they both give each other a really fair shot. Because yeah. if they have more conversations like this, I want to watch. 100%. I'm tuned in. 100%. Yeah, like, just Kaz is such a confident person that, like, you know, people. But not, who, like, cocky confident. Right. You know people who are, like. Um, they don't think that they're better than you, but there's like an unspoken vibe that they are. <laughs> Do you get that from Kaz? I get that from Kaz. Not that they're thinking that they're better sure. than you, but like, oh man, they have they <laughs> they are wholly confident in who they are. Yeah. I get like I feel like I would be like so safe around Kaz. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I wanna go on vacation with Kaz. Like I know that I, I'm I'm definitely older than Kaz, but I'm like, she would keep me safe, <laughs> I feel like. I feel like if Kaz was in my life, I'd be like, <laughs> can you, I have to, I have, like, to call the bank. <laughs> can yeah, you. Can call the bank for you? Just like, what do I say? <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, give me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you have overdraft fees? Uh, no, let me. <laughs> get that taken care of for yeah, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh we need a Kaz in our lives honestly uh we see josh and joanna have a quick chat more just about their interest in each other and then we see uh casey and georgia harrison chat and i believe Oof. this is the one that you loved so oh. much i think we'll see uh georgia harrison says you know that he came on very strong on the outside and now he is like kind of underplaying things not spending time trying to sort things out with her Casey says, you know, I think it's unfair that you're trying to make me look like some cold-hearted person. It paints this picture like we were in love with each other or something. And, like, the truth is it just it's just something that didn't work out. Casey asks, asks Georgia if she really wants to know what turned him off of her. And she says and yes. The only reason he does this is because she keeps – he's like, listen, don't act like – it was like completely hot and cold. Like there wasn't, right. and she's like, no, no, no. And she kept doing it. He's like, stop making me look like this. Yeah. Stop acting like you're a hundred percent the victim. And like, there isn't nuance here. And she just kept doing it. And he's like, fine. Do you want to know why I don't fuck with you anymore? Would you like to say, Oh, I would. <laughs> he's like, remember when you were on that retreat? And she goes, yeah. The retreat that by the way, she wasn't supposed to talk to other people off the retreat at. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, remember when you're like, you saw my dead grandpa and he wanted to say what's up? And she's like, no, I didn't say that I saw your dead grandpa. I said that I felt like I was communicating with people on the other side who had messages to relay. And one of them was your dead grandpa. Saying what's up. And, and he's like, yeah, I don't see the distinction. Uh, but he was like, that was way too much for me. Mm-hmm. And I just had to like back off. And she's like, well, she did told me to not call anybody when I was there. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you are missing the fucking point. Yeah. Georgia insists that, you know, she was doing a lot of meditating and feeling really connected and sensing things. Casey is like, it, you're just too spiritual for me. And Georgia Harrison says that she feels like they have come to more of an understanding and Casey agrees and he apologizes for making her feel badly. They hug. It is essentially squashed. Here's what I think happened. I think 
I love that you always have a theory beyond what they say. I think that it was relatively casual, whatever they had going. Uh She wanted to bridge that gap. So she tried to use, like, his dead grandpa as, like, a way of connecting. And he's like, yeah, you didn't see my dead grandpa. This is weird. I'm going (laughs) to... I'm going to back off. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, not understanding that that's, like, totally inappropriate. You know what I mean? I think she probably thought she connected with him. Maybe. I really think she believes that. Maybe. (laughs) Next, we see Toby and Georgia Steele chat. And Toby's like, you know, we haven't talked. Georgia says, yeah, I was hurt by the situation. Toby agrees that he did not deal with it right. Um. Georgia also says that she could have dealt with it differently. And she says that she took it personally because, you know, she was not looking at anyone else, but she knows that neither of them were going to actually give people another shot in the villa. If they were just walking around kissing and cuddling the whole time, Georgia says that she will always have a place for him and that she cares about him. And they have a hug. He says he cares for her as well. And I, I'd say that it was flirty. Yeah. It was flirty. I just think it's important to put a pin in that. Sure. Because she's like, you know, I'll always have a a place for you. Yeah, I think Georgia Steele. I don't think she is always in. I don't. I'm probably going to disagree with what what I know. That's why. (laughs) That's why I'm waffling about it. Because like, (laughs) I'm not trying to be too harsh on Georgia Steele. I do think that her. Because I am very upfront about the fact that her rebrand is very obvious to me from her season. Like, her whole her whole shtick now. Um, and I do think part of that shtick is being very warm to everyone. But I also think it's being kind of noncommittal in conversations like this. I don't know. I have a hard time being like, was it super intentionally flirty? I'm not really sure. Um, I mean, I don't know. We've seen her be flirty, like, with Tom. Like, it doesn't necessarily seem like that, but it definitely seems like her being like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, the door is still open. Like, yeah. you could get it if you wanted it. Yeah. I think she has a really hard time not reciprocating any sort of positive yeah. feelings yes, for, I agree. for her. Um, because she doesn't want to close the door fully. Right. Ever. To, she to anyone. to be on her, on her side. To she anyone forever. Yeah. And I don't think that's like necessarily like like calculated and Mm -hmm. it's like oh now i have all these backup contingencies yeah i think you know there's probably some issues deep rooted whatever i'm gonna with all of them and with all of us here at home yes of course (laughs) of course i'm not a fucking psychologist but (laughs) i just think for her it's like really even to her detriment like it's impossible for her to like not reciprocate any sort of Mm-hmm. positive uh like you know yeah affection that she gets probably due to i mean if i think of like why that would be in my case it's like probably due to some kind of abandonment issues mm-hmm. um but next it's nighttime and it is a recoupling uh casey and joanna get texts while getting ready and it says that there's a coupling boys are choosing but the newest islanders get to have first choice so everyone comes out, we do a quick cheers, and then it's right to the fire pit. So Casey goes first, and he chooses Kaz, and uh, I was happy. I know. At first, like, I had a tinge of, like, um, of course you're picking Kaz. It's the easiest. Like, yeah. Like, it's that's... so hard to not look at somebody picking Kaz that way. Mm-hmm. 
But again, I think of all the conversations we've seen them have, mm-hmm. and it does seem very on. They seem like very connected. Yeah. I just hope that they're able to progress. That's Me all. Me too. Me too. Past friends. Just give it a go. I know. Um, and then Joanna goes and she picks Chris. So then we take the rest of the recoupling. Tom picks Molly and Tom picks Georgia Harrison. And then finally we get to Toby who, uh, you know, everyone is expecting to pick Arabella. Obviously they've been doing bits. That's the pin that mm-hmm. I feel as though it matters. Um, but he picks Georgia Steele. And Georgia Steele does her very fucking best to hold down a smile the whole time. She doesn't have a hug or anything. She just sits down next to him. And my last note for this episode was just, God, fuck, poor Arabella. She's getting it. She's getting both barrels from every angle. Like, she's got... She has people telling her that she's disloyal, even though she's the one being mugged off at every turn. Uh All of the boys overly sexualizing her, but nobody wanting to go any deeper with her i mm-hmm. mean it's so frustrating to watch i feel very bad for arabella i didn't picture me feeling that way when i saw her walking in but i i kind of get the feeling and stay with me here because this might be a stretch it uh-huh. might hit your ears wrong <laughs> um i'm with you that her and anton are like kind of kindred spirits okay in that they like they have like on paper what you do to like have a connection mm-hmm. like for anton it's like be really sweet be really validating be, be and for right. her it's like be very open be very flirty be very sexual be the cool girl be the cool girl mm-hmm. but there's still like the there's just something there yeah that isn't like, maybe doing meshing. those things just look too much like you're trying to tick a box i think and so. it just can come off as ungenuine i do think that is partly anton's problem because he like you said, he is so like kind and validating to people that it's like if he was doing that to me, I would like kind of look at him with my eyes narrowed a little bit and be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> even it though just, it does seem like who he is. I it, it to me it just seems like, and it, I don't think this is ever like for both of them. It's not like oh, this is what you do to like get him, right? But right. It's just it's it just there's just something that doesn't feel fluent or natural mm-hmm. about it Maybe. that just is kind of hard to like get a genuine connection going because it does feel very by the books. Yeah. I mean, I can see that with Anton. So I can certainly, I can see how you would maybe apply that to Arabella. It's just, man, it's hard to watch for Arabella. I know. Anyways, that brings us into episode 19. We pick back up at the recoupling. Josh picks Sophie, and all that is left is for Callum to pick Arabella. And he does his best with the speech. Uh, I can't remember who said it. Maybe Kaz. Somebody was like, make this speech good. I think Georgia Harrison. She said, please give her something that she deserves. (laughs) Like, say something nice about her. Um, And once the recoupling is over, the girls all walk away right away. Everyone is kind of talking about Toby's choice. We see Molly and Georgia Harrison are consoling and hugging Arabella, who's crying, and she's like, it's always me. I'm always getting hurt. Georgia Harrison has the nerve to be sitting there like, no, me too, though. I know. Like, girl, this is not about you. <laughs> both Georgias do this during this. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> shut the f- – both of you shut up. Georgia Steele comes in at this point, and oh she God, says dude. that she had no idea. She says that she feels horrible. Arabella. She pretends to cry. <laughs> the look on Molly's face looking at Georgia Steele in this chat was very um, 
interesting. Yeah. Did you note her uh, mm-hmm. her look at her? Which is exactly how I was looking at her, too. Because <laughs> at one point, she does go like, oh, my God, this is just very overwhelming. And then 10 seconds later, she's like, fine, and didn't cry a fucking tear. Well, here's the thing. I'm sure that it is overwhelming, and I do think that – I don't think that she – thought that that was going to happen so like on those points i understand i mean toby didn't say anything about opening the door between them again in that chat it was more but of just she kind of did a clearing the air she did I she agree. said i will always have a space for you right and how do you get into spaces <laughs> doors oh most spaces have doors okay i like okay yeah and if there is a space for him what would the door have to be to oh, get into it open but, I mean, you could have spaces for people that aren't only romantic. I'm not saying what she meant. I'm just saying I think she left it purposely vague. You know what I mean? So that she yeah. could be like, 100%. I didn't say it was a romantic space. Um, Arabella says that, you know, all day today, Toby hasn't said anything. Like, he embarrassed me. Like, at this point, nothing that he has ever said to me feels genuine. Which is totally fair. Totally fair. Toby is outside chatting to Chris and Kaz, that group, and he says, you know, that he had to go with who he felt like he had a future with, and he felt that with Georgia Steele. And the whole time he was like, it is what it is, isn't it? Always. Had to do what I had to do. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, hey, just show a little bit of of sympathy sympathy. and empathy. Yeah. Either, both, one or the other, I would take. The whole time he's like, yeah, it sucks, but like, you know. Right. He says he has to try, even if she turns him down. And he says he won't apologize to Arabella for choosing Georgia Steele, but he will apologize for the timing. Okay, just don't say any of this. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> don't be like, yeah, I did what I did, and I don't regret it. Yeah, it's fine that you don't regret it, whatever. That's not going to be helpful yeah. to hear. <laughs> don't don't be like, dude, he's so annoying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was being irreverent. I think it was last episode we were like, Toby's been kind of quiet. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he used, uh, what is it, Bide in Pokemon? <laughs> what is it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Harden, maybe? Y- yeah. <laughs> well, Harden, one of those. Harden uh, special defense goes up. But Bide is where you take all the damage that you get for, like, three turns uh-huh. and then double that and, and put oh. it to it. Yeah. I guess I was just choosing one of those passive moves that, like, yeah. doesn't do damage to somebody or damage mm-hmm. to yourself. It's just kind of like you're killing time a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To prepare for <laughs> What comes next? So next we see Toby grab Callum to chat. Toby says that he's sorry for putting him in a shit position. Callum says he doesn't know where this has come from. Toby insists that him and Georgia Steele have history and nothing ever ended. And that he has that connection with her still. He also says that uh, because Callum was like, was this reciprocated at all? Mm -hmm. And she's he's like, nope. Like it came out of no, which I, I think is a lie. But. It's, His it's, feelings seem to come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Unless, again, there was more stuff that we didn't see, which, of course, there's always more stuff that we didn't see. But but he insists that Georgia had no idea. And I kind of believe that. But That she didn't know? I don't think she knew that he was going to yeah. do that. Yeah, but I think it's a little bit more nuanced than both of them are pretending it is. Maybe. Um, They just kind of end this chat with, it is what it is, which mm-hmm. is Toby's favorite thing to say. Uh, through this episode and then we see Callum and Georgia Steele chat Callum says that Toby is immature and playing with people's feelings Georgia says that she feels responsible Callum is like absolutely not it has nothing to do with you exactly Um, what she wanted to hear (laughs) 
So Callum says to her that Toby seems to think that there is something that is not done between them. Georgia says that she doesn't know how he could possibly think that because surely he's seen the two of them around the villa and seen how like close her and Callum are. She swears up and down that she is not that girl and that she did not say anything to make him think that like she wanted to be chosen. I just have to think that she thinks that these technicalities matter. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's literally her whole argument for the rest of this episode. Yeah. He says that he trusts her and he does not want anything to change between the two of them. He says that he was going to ask her to close things off tonight before the coupling happened. And he asks how she feels. And she just says that she feels baffled and overwhelmed. She does not answer how she feels about potentially being closed off with Callum. She only says that she is baffled, overwhelmed, confused, all of that. Which I think is interesting. Because, mm-hmm. and she stand. Oh God, I'll just have to get to it later. I'll just have to get to it later. Uh, <laughs> Torb grabs Arabella to chat next. He says that he is sorry that he did not intend to hurt her. Arabella tells him that if he had just one conversation with her before, it could have softened the blow a little bit, been a little bit less embarrassing. Um, Toby says that on the outside, he could see something with Georgia Steele and she could be his girlfriend. He could see that. Arabella questions his intentions in the villa and how Georgia Steele gave him everything before. And that wasn't enough. He needed more. Um, he says his head has been very back and forth the whole time. I wrote Arabella does a very good job of speaking very clearly and concisely about how she feels. She doesn't, even though she's obviously like a very, like she's feeling very emotional about everything. I don't think mm-hmm. she lets her emotions take over too, too much. Yeah. Um, she says all the ways that Toby has hurt her and messed her and Georgia steal around. And you know, he's just shitty about it as he so often is. Yeah. And Arabella eventually just walks away. But I think that she did a good job. And I am at least glad that Toby isn't doing the thing that he always does. Like he didn't do it with Callum when Callum called him a child Uh like um, like happened in his season. Um, With who? Who did it? I don't remember. When he was mad at Hugo. 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 Yeah. When Hugo (laughs) did it, he's like, oh, that's not bro code. You're being disrespectful. Yada, yada, yada. I think he knows he kind of. He fucked I think up he here. learned from last time, and then he's like, okay, I can't do that. I think he knows at the very least, even though he's standing on this whole, like, I had to do what was in my heart and follow mm-hmm. what connection. I think he knows at the very least that he fucked up by not having the conversations that he needed to have. Yeah. Because even if, you know, it shocked Callum, it's uh, Callum is very laid back. It seems like at the end of the day he would eventually get over it, mm-hmm. especially if him and Georgia continued. But... There was literally no need to embarrass Arabella the way he did. Yeah. Like, he has to know he at least fucked up on that front. Because Arabella's had his back. Like, it's just kind of pitiful. We see Chris tell Georgia Steele that Toby would not have done what he did if he didn't see something with them. She starts to get emotional, and she says it's nice to know that he has always cared. Hmm. Interesting. Anton and Georgia Harrison chat next. She says she feels like she does not deserve him and he is always so good to her. Anton says that they need I to I agree, figure- by the way. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you agree with her on that? Yep. <laughs> Anton says that they need to figure things out and that they always come back to each other as if she has another option. As yeah. if he has another option, to be fair. Uh-huh. 
Um, Anton says he wants them to move forward, and she is like, shit, okay, but only if we can talk about aliens and the afterlife and meditate together. And he's yeah, like, because whatever. Part sure. of his speech was like, she's very in touch with their spiritual side, and I really appreciate that about her. Right. Which is exactly what she wanted to hear, knowing now that Casey did not appreciate right, that. Right, it was too much for him. <sighs> we see Sophie and Josh chat next. Josh says that he was really nervous during the recoupling and his speech. He says his chats with Joanna have been pretty flirty and everything, but now it is just Sophie. He says that he will tell Joanna the next time they chat and they both say that they are happy. And Josh says his head will not turn. Nice. Kaz and Casey chat. Kaz thanks Casey for his speech. He says that he feels like they have really been vibing and they talk about sharing a bed together. I want more fun chats, but I'll take what I can get. Mm -hmm. I'll take what I can get. Chris and Joanna chat next. He thanks her for picking him. She says that she feels like they get along really well and she wants to give them a chance to see how things go. She says that she's still going to have some chats with Josh since it's still so early and they're getting to know each other. And Chris says he is excited to continue to spend time together. Next, we see Georgia Steele and Toby chat. Toby apologizes for putting her in the position. And he says, you know, that she has always been in his head. Georgia Steele says she feels quite overwhelmed and she did not see that coming. She tells Toby that Callum had wanted to close things off with her tonight. Toby says, you know, it's fine if that's like what you choose, but I had to put myself out there. I had to be honest. He says Arabella did not deserve to be stood up there like that. Obviously, not a hot take. Right. And Georgia says that she has everything she wants in life. And with him, that would be a risk. Not like with Callum. Again, we're at kind of like the tea and coffee crossroads again almost. I know. Except in this case, Toby is coffee instead of Tom. She just doesn't like tea. Just admit that you don't like tea. Yeah. Just admit. And I start to. F mm, no, I don't. What were you going to say? I start to feel a little bit bad for Callum. But at this point, Callum has ignored so many fucking red flags that I can't really. Yeah. But I like, don't know. I don't know how I feel about Callum. Is it so? It's so weird because I have so many opinions about Georgia Steele and Toby mm -hmm. and everyone else in this situation. I don't feel like I have that many opinions about Callum still yeah but it's just like her whole thing is like yeah but he he's just gonna stick around no matter what i do yeah because he's been you know the same way that i kind of gave arabella a hard time for playing the cool girl with chris like callum is playing the cool boy with georgia and it's simply not paying off for him now cut callum <laughs> um she says she needs to think about things and she tells toby that she rates him for doing that and that she has his back I think that was a stupid thing to say. And I think he's like, okay, good. I did not make a mistake. Right. Thank you for letting me know that everything mm -hmm. will be all right. Yep. And listen, even if you felt that way, Georgia, even if you never said that to anybody else, which you don't, mm -hmm. it would be fine. But you repeat it. Yep. Stupid. Ugh. Anyways, now it's bedtime. Callum tells the boys that if it was him, he would have turned this whole thing down straight away um, in terms of like her giving Toby the time of day. And he doesn't know if she can be persuaded. Because she admitted, well, she said to Callum that they are done. I don't know why he thinks we are not done. Mm -hmm. We are done. 
Well, she says, I don't know why he thinks that when Callum says, Toby seems to think you guys have something that is not done. She's like, I don't know why he thinks that. Surely he's seen the two of us around. Which is, just because you don't say the exact words doesn't mean you you didn't say it. Saying, I don't know why he thinks we're not done is the same thing as saying we are done. Right. I'm sorry. Like, she's so annoying. I hate this, like, equivocating, like, uh, yeah. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. And it makes me so mad. And I was very surprised because she sleeps in bed with Torb. I was like, certainly she's going to sleep on the day bed, Mm -hmm. her and Callum. Right. Uh, But she doesn't. And they have a tiny bit of a cuddle. We see them have a hug. And then the covers are over them for a second. And I'm like, listen, if there was a kiss, we wouldn't know. But I'm just saying there is a space of time where the covers are over there and there could have been. I don't think that there was, but I'm just saying. That and I think is. finally at this point, Callum's like, okay, I can't be fucked anymore. Him and Arabella are kind of watching the two of them. Like, they're like, okay, they're facing each other. Like, mm-hmm. they had a hug. Like, they're very close. They're giggling. And it's like, okay, this is something else, maybe. Right. <laughs> then it's morning, and we see the debrief start. Arabella tells the girl that she really thought that Toby had more respect for her than the way he treated her. Georgia Steele says that she feels like Callum has really retracted from her since last night. And she's like, this morning, he wouldn't even look at me. I wonder why. <laughs> Meanwhile, Callum chats to some of the girls and said that Georgia Steele has given him, like, no reason to believe that they're good. She's, he's like, she's done nothing to comfort me. He said he gave me, she gave me zero reassurance. Yes. And he just kind of wonders about if she is going to go back there with Torb. And then debriefs are over and Georgia Harrison gets a text and the girls are going on a girl's day for some cocktails. So we see them get ready and head out. They arrive to this like little spot near the river where there's a table and some drinks. And I had wondered, I was like, I wonder, they might not know that there's no casa. I was like, I wonder if they thought like leaving the villa that like they're going to casa or that. Mm-hmm. Sure, Certainly they thought there's more bombs being dropped. That's what or I something. thought. Right. Because, like, why, what else is the point of this whole thing? I guess to let the girls talk and let the guys talk? I don't know. It's very weird. I guess so, because, like, there have been some very, like, divided kind of groups. But even back with the boys, they stay divided. <laughs> right. Um. So on the girls' day out, Arabella says that she is still shocked from the night before. Georgia Steele says that she is shocked as well. Arabella says that even their friendship on the outside has been completely ruined. Her and Toby. Georgia Steele says that, God, with a straight face and right to Arabella's face, she says that she rates that Toby was so upfront and honest about how he feels. But the problem was he wasn't upfront or honest. He was maybe it's honest, but the opposite of upfront, at least. <laughs> right. It was. Uh, it was down back. <laughs> it was down back. And the funniest part of this whole thing is that the whole time Chloe's just, like, fucking giggling and smiling, and she's like, oh, my God. When he said... Who? Chloe. Who is Chloe? She's coupled up with Joe. Who the fuck is Joe? That one was a joke. Who's coupled up with Josh? Sophie. Sophie. You've called her Chloe before. Because they just... They're their own thing. They are uninvolved with anything else in the villa. I'm sorry. Sure, I get forgetting them, but why why is she Chloe? I don't know. I've heard... I thought I heard Chloe. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> the whole time Sophie is like laughing and she's like, oh, my God, when he when he said 
Georgia, my face was like, ah. I was like, <laughs> you realize you're here, right? You're not on the couch with us. <laughs> right. That's what we were doing. It's just so funny that she's like so uninvolved that she's yeah. just like, listen, I'm just here for the, the for the show. <laughs> Arabella says that she had conversations with Callum last night where he was definitely upset that Georgia Steele did not shut Toby down right away. Georgia says it's hard when you have history with somebody to totally shut it down. And she says that she is confused and not sure yet if she is going to entertain things with Toby. Back at the villa, some of the boys are talking about the recoupling, about how Georgia Steele has been acting, giving Callum mixed signals. Um, And it's worth noting that Toby and Chris are not in this conversation. They are not with the rest of the boys. Mm -hmm. Or Chris is at this point, right? Oh, yeah. Chris actually is. Toby isn't. You're right. Um, back on the girls' day, everyone seems very happy for Sophie after Josh's, Josh's speech and how he said he was going completely tunnel vision for her. Um, Joanna at that point is like, okay, well, I guess that is helpful for me because now I will not spend any more time doing that because I did want to talk to him more. Mm-hmm. But knowing he's tunnel vision, you know, I won't waste my time. Uh, Back at the villa, we see Chris and Toby are doing sheet masks. They've got cucumbers on their eyes. They are relaxing on the terrace. They talk about the boys' point of view. Chris says that he felt like he was just trying to defend Toby, though the boys did have some of their own points about how he went about things. And also just the question of, like, how much did Georgia know? Like, did she have an inkling? Mm -hmm. Is she, like, giving mixed signals? Stuff like that. Yes. Oh, sorry. You were... Yeah, you weren't asking me. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> no, I was not asking you. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> the girls come back from their day out. They all go around the fire pit for everyone to catch up. It's a little awkward because they all talk about how everyone is on like a clean slate now, but it doesn't really feel like we're mm-hmm. quite at a clean slate yet. Still a little dirty slate. Still a little dirty. A little chalk on the slate still. <laughs> and then it's nighttime. Toby says to Georgia Steele that he is thankful that um, he did what he did and he's not happy about how it hurt the others. Georgia says she knows what they have and she knows it's special. And she says that she is confused and she has not really spoken to Callum, but she knows that he is upset about her not cutting things off with Toby right away. She says that has annoyed her to hear because of the history that she has with Toby. And she's like, I'm not married to Callum. Of course you're not married to Callum. Nobody thinks that. Nobody. Callum doesn't even think that. (laughs) The thing is, the history uh, as of before last night ended with you being really upset with how he was acting. Right. And him wanting to talk to other people, not you. (laughs) And you not wanting that. Right. Um, She says it's nice that Callum had wanted to close things off, but she's like, I've only really known him for a week. And I'm like, that can't be true. That's not true. And it's like, why are you acting like... She's just minimizing. Yeah, now. it's so annoying, dude. She knows that. I mean, I mean, granted, of course, this we're in week three. They weren't together right away. Whatever. Um, but there's no need to like minimize it because, like, listen, this villa has been hurting for strong couples, and you were one of them, whether mm-hmm. you want to admit that or not. I know. Um, and she says she feels bad because Callum cannot compete with their past. Okay, so just admit that you don't fucking want him. Just admit it, dude. <laughs> So annoying. 
We see a chat between Georgia Harrison and Anton. She says that Anton has been very patient with her and the way he's been there for her has really ticked off every box. And she says that now she gets a sexy vibe from him. No, you don't. (laughs) Why'd you gag when you say that? (laughs) She says she does not want to get to know anyone else, no matter who walks through the door. That's so crazy that she's closing it off when they don't even have another shot. What's that? She does not have another shot with anybody. I know. You don't think so? No. Okay. Um. At this point, I'm like, bring Bell back in. <laughs> bring Bell in. Give Anton somebody who comes in for him. I know. He won't cry about Craig David. Craig David's not even there. Yeah. <laughs> and next we see Callum and Georgia Steele's chat, which is a doozy. Um, Callum says he wants to know where she is at, and she says she missed him today, which gets him for a second he's like oh that's so nice to hear mm-hmm. uh georgia says that she heard that callum was upset with her last night for not closing things off with toby whereas she thinks after what he did at the fire pit she has to hear him out and she stands on that she's very much like he did that like i'm supposed to just ignore him now i'm supposed to close it off he went oh so out of his way and did this very brave honest thing just admit that you're you, you're getting back together with him dude just fucking admit it and callum says you know if it was me i would have shut it down because i am all for you like that's how i feel right um and she says you know it's hard for him to say that because he wasn't in the situation and does she forget that callum's in here with an ex of like four years <laughs> Like, sure, yeah. he wasn't in that situation, but this isn't the craziest thing for him to imagine right. or put himself in the – and, I mean, that's real history, okay? Mm-hmm. That's real. They lived together. Right. Uh, so for her to, like, get kind of, like, haughty about that, I was like, that kind of is a little bit shitty, if you ask me. Um, Callum tells her that she seems to be considering Toby's feelings over his feelings and over Arabella's. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to walk away if you start to blame me. He asks her if the door is still open with her and Toby, and she says she doesn't know, and she is confused. And Callum says, for me, if it's cut off, it's cut off. There's no in-between. I don't do all that. Right. And she starts to make it seem like Callum is telling her how to be, or like Callum is telling her the way you're acting is wrong. Mm -hmm. When, like, Callum only says, this is what I would do. This is how I would do if – this is what I would do if I was in your shoes. Which is why I'm coming to you in the in a confused manner because I don't understand. Well, he's also saying this is what I am doing right now. Right. Yeah. Wh- which, okay, there's a thing that narcissists do, um, where they act like when someone makes a boundary or cuts it off, it's to punish them. When it's really just, like, protecting the other person. You know right. what I mean? Where he's like, listen, if you're interested in getting to know Toby again, then I am not interested in this. Because that's just, like, I clearly have a lot of feeling for you. And I don't think I deserve that or want that. Mm-hmm. And in her mind, she's like, why are you punishing me for – I'm just a passive observer in this situation. Right. And now I'm getting punished for it. And he's like, no, I'm not punishing you. I'm looking out for me. Right. But she can't make that connection. Yeah. She, like, acts like he's trying to control her. She says that, like, he is making her feelings, like, he's making, he's trying to make her feel like her feelings are invalid. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think that is his intention. And ironically, that's exactly what she's doing to him right now, <laughs> who's just trying to say, like, I'm not interested because 
it seems like you still have unfinished business. Yeah, he says, eventually he just says, like, you're confused. That's fine. That is what it is. I'm telling you, I'm not sitting around and waiting for you to be unconfused. Because if I was in your situation, mm-hmm. I would not be confused. The fact that you are is a red flag to me. Right. Which is fair, I think. And if, eventually he walks away and uh, that's the end of this episode and this week. Yeah. Just the whole time, as soon as he starts talking about his feelings, mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to walk away because you're blaming me. And yeah. that's not what he's doing. Like, It's at least, I don't think, what he's intending right. to he do. He could have done a little bit better at just saying, like, this is how I'm feeling. Right. But, like, she, no matter what, she would not have heard it. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. It's very, these Georgias, I've about had my fill. Mm-hmm. I'm full up of Georgias. Yeah, I think there should be no bangs. No bangs? Yeah, less bangs the better. <laughs> well. This was a crazy couple episodes. This was kind of a crazy. It was very, God, I know I was just saying this last week, but I really do miss the love. It's all drama on this season. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Casey and Kaz are our only hope. Casey and Kaz, Josh and Sophie, or Joe and Chloe, as you would call them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're not a hope for me because they literally don't do anything. Yeah, but I mean, they're a new connection that I'm enjoying. Even Tom and Molly right now, I'm more cool with. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you just I don't, was... I don't know. Casey and Kaz are winning for me right now. Like, Absolutely. If they're like, okay, show's over, vote. I'm voting for those <laughs> two. I would too at this point. Um, I'm hoping that next week we center ourselves a little bit and we really dive into the relationships. I uh-huh. wouldn't mind another bomb or two. Um, wouldn't mind a dumping or two. We still don't have anyone from season two and eight still. So ah, Atkinson and Davide are split up. Oh my god! None of those people could handle either of them. If I'm like, which one would come in? Uh, my heart tells me I want to see Ekin. But Davide, I feel like, would be the one that would come in. I feel like there have been too many boys. We need another, like, hot girl. Dude, if Ekinsu comes in, I'm going to lose my fucking gourd. <laughs> Anton and Ekinsu. Oh, no. <laughs> no Poor Anton. She's too he tall. Would, he would explode, I think, if that happened. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, well... Thank you guys so much for listening. I guess we'll see you next week. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Patreon.com slash NotFriendshipIslandPod. Instagram at NotFriendshipIslandPod. Discord is the Love Island Fire Pit. Mm-hmm. Rate, review, five stars where you listen. Hey, who? Reactivate huh, your huh. Facebooks for us. Reactivate <laughs> your Facebooks for us. Hey. All right. That's All right, it. I love you. Bye. Bye.